selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to do we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify's the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash audioboom, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash audioboom now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash audioboom. Hey everybody, this is Sophie and welcome to episode 148 of the Big Boo Cast. On this episode, Melanie and I are going to talk about the fact that our children are driving. They have actual driver's licenses and actual cars and they can go actual places without us. It's all very strange. We're also going to talk about back to school and the fact that that is just around the corner. And then of course, as always, we're going to talk about some things that we have watched and read and loved. Before we get to all that though, I want to remind you about a couple of things. The first thing is that we now have an Amazon shop where you can go and you can find the things that we talk about, whether that's some sort of salve or a potion or a lotion or a dress, whatever it happens to be, it's kind of a one-stop shop for the things that we love and want to share with y'all. So you can find that at amazon.com slash shop slash big boo. That's amazon.com slash shop slash big boo. It's super fun. We change the content all the time because as y'all know, we, we like to try things and we fall in love with those things on a regular basis. The second thing I want to mention is really just a thank you. Thank you so much for the ways that y'all have supported us through this new Patreon campaign that we started last week. We have been blown away and we are so grateful. We can't wait to get started. The first bonus episode will go up later this week and there's still time. If you haven't joined the Patreon campaign yet, you can still do that. In fact, you can join anytime you're ready. All you do is go to patreon.com slash big boo that's patreon.com slash big boo and listen these regular episodes will not change they're going to show up in your podcast app just like they always have they may be a little pointless at times the sound may not always be fantastic but we're going to laugh and we're going to have a good time so those will not go away the patreon campaign just gives us a chance to do some bonus content for y'all twice a month 
a little something extra, and we sure do appreciate your support. So stay tuned at the end of this episode, and you'll hear an excerpt from a bonus Q&A that we have coming out in a couple of weeks. Alrighty, y'all, here we go with episode 148. Hey, everybody, this is Sophie. This is Big Mama. Hey, it's Melanie. It's Big Mama. And this is a a relatively big moment, I feel like, in our collective personal history, because for the first time, we both have drivers. We do. Our children who were drivers, I should say. I know. Isn't that crazy? Well, you texted me last night and you said Alex is driving to football practice by himself. And I knew that we had just told Caroline she could drive to soccer practice this morning by herself. So Mm -hmm. it was like we crossed that milestone at the exact same time, pretty much. Let me ask you, how how good was Caroline feeling about herself this morning? And how many times did she swing her keys around before she left? Somewhere somewhere between 74 and 1 million <laughs> is what I'm going to tell you, both for, a, both for a, a, a height of joy and for a swinging of the keys. The key swinging is really, I mean, it is, it is something else. And the, the casual, I'm going to toss up the keys, I'm going to catch the keys, I'm going to toss, I'm going to catch mm-hmm. the casual motions with the keys as we prepare to leave as we have always done because we have always been this grown. Like it just, there's a whole attitude that goes along with this level of independence. There absolutely is. And Caroline got for her birthday, she got one of her wishes, wishes was one of those O-ring keychains. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. You know, so she's got that that she can wear around her wrist. And then she's got a small wallet situation, but she'd really planned that out the way you can have your keys around your wrist and then carry your wallet with your essentials. And it's a whole thing. Well, you know, I was so tickled yesterday and I left a comment about it on your Instagram when you took a picture of her in front of the the DMV. And what did I say? I said, okay, Carl. Okay, Carl. She brought that hair before she got her driver's license picture made. And if you have ever ever wondered if she shares your (laughs) heritage when it comes to hair care, that should have encouraged you. If you've ever wondered if you have impacted that child's life at all, I would say, well done. Well done. It, it did well. And let me tell you this, you don't even know this part of the story. So when I took her, so she had soccer practice in the morning. So she had to come home and change and get, you know, look cute because she didn't want to look like she had just come from soccer practice. Well, my license expires on my birthday on the 14th. So I was like, well, right. we'll go do the whole thing all at one time. So we had both fixed our hair for our driver's license picture. Yes. And then yes. we went. But here's what I'm going to tell you. I was not able to renew my driver's license yesterday while I was there. Because your because your eyes. No. No, I, I was afraid it was going to be my eyes. I didn't even get that far. No, because here, tell me what you think. So I have been driving in the state of Texas since I was 16. So I've probably had my license renewed, what, four times or so. But I'm I'm yeah. up I'm up on the birthday where I haven't been in. So I have to go back in to get a new picture and my eyes checked and all that. So I can't renew online. So I go in, I have my application all filled out. My driver's license that they issued me is not sufficient as a form of identification to prove that I am who I am. 
So I have to go back with a passport or my birth certificate to confirm that I am. So I'm like, so your government issued identification isn't good enough to prove to you that I am who Mm -hmm. I say I am. Mm -hmm. When I changed from a Louisiana driver's license to uh, Alabama driver's license, I I went through something similar. And I'm going to tell you that um, I don't know when I have ever been so frustrated by bureaucracy. Like it was, it was, it was insane. It was like, I couldn't, I, so what are, but you're, you're getting ready to go out of town. What are you going to do about flying? Well, so my, my license doesn't expire until the 14th and I do, and I have a passport, so I'm okay. okay. I was just going to go ahead and do it all while I was there because the, the best DMV for us to go to is about 30 minutes away. So I was like, we'll just go do it in one fell swoop. Well, I was so busy making sure Carolina had all of her correct paperwork and it didn't even occur to me. I was like, well, of course, all I need is my application and they'll look at my driver's license because they've clearly been issuing me driver's license throughout the years that they would issue me another one based on my driver's license and what they have in the computer about me. But that is not good enough. They're, they're going to need to see a passport or a birth certificate. I'm so sorry. I'm so it's sorry. Okay. I have a, I have a friend who was taking her daughter to get her permit today. And I, I was like, don't forget this and don't forget this uh, and don't forget this and don't forget this. It's a whole thing. It's a whole thing. I mean, like, I can't even tell you. And even at the, like, because Caroline took her driver's test at this local driving school, you can do it there instead of at the, uh, DPS, which I'd heard was better, um, less stressful. So we had gone and done that Saturday morning, but even the people there, I mean, they kept like checking and checking and checking the paperwork. Cause they're like, if you're missing one thing, they're not going to let her have it. And I was like, it's right. just crazy. It's so stressful. But, um, so I felt like yesterday when we finally got the license and she filled out the stuff, I was annoyed that I couldn't do mine, but I was so relieved because I felt like our whole life for the last year has been building up to her getting her license. I was so relieved that it finally happened and that I hadn't screwed something up that I was like, okay, success. Well, it's a surreal thing for sure. I mean, it's, it's, it's something else. It was just weird. It's just weird. It's so weird. Well, it's like all of a sudden, and you know, Caroline, I had told you when we were together, like for forever this year, because she got her permit last year when she turned 15. So she's had her permit for a year. And like, it's like all of a sudden in the last week, it dawned on her like, oh, you're going to be able to drive by yourself. And Mm -hmm. all of a sudden she was so into the driving. Like, I want to drive everywhere. I want to go everywhere. She was so excited. And I even asked her last night because I did ride with her to soccer practice Um, or I drove, well, no, she drove me and then I picked her up and then she drove us back home just to make sure she knew it before we let her do it herself. But I was like, what flipped? I was like, and, and this is what she told me. She goes, well, I just thought about how much easier it would make things on you. And I thought, I think that's a, I think that's a lie. (laughs) She's so selfless. Just, that's really the only reason. Um, yes. She left this morning for, and drove herself and she said, hey, if I'm not home right after practice, don't worry. I'm just probably going to drive through and get myself some food. And I was like, oh, okay, here we go. go. Uh huh. She's going to go to nowhere in particular. Mm-hmm. That's exactly right. Drive around to nowhere in particular. Well, um, yeah, well, you know, we had kind of a similar situation where Alex drove some when he had his permit, but it was really only when he knew he was going to get a car that it really kicked in, like, that he wanted to drive all the time. And then when we got his car a couple of weeks ago, uh, he would just sit in it. Like, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> he'd just sit in it and, you know, work on his radio a little bit and make sure, like, he, and we had told him, like, you really need to make sure you're super familiar with all the buttons and everything's yeah. comfortable and all that kind of stuff. But, um, 
but he is really enamored with it now. He is all about it. And listen, there was a lot of key. I, I had the microphone. Sorry. There was a lot of key swinging before he left yesterday and, Oh, it was delightful. So yeah, it's a whole, it's a whole thing now, you know, it's like, it's like they can see that independence and it's like, there you go. So I thought this morning, I thought the fact that the two of them are driving and when we started this podcast, they could barely form sentences. (laughs) (laughs) They both had a little bit of a list. I I mean, (laughs) they couldn't say they're ours. And now, (laughs) Mm -mm. and now we And we just let them go. There they go, off in a car, just driving off. I know that was the most surreal thing, watching her pull out of the driveway this morning. I was like, oh, gosh. Last night, David was saying, I don't like this. I don't like this. And I said, I'm kind of weirdly okay. Like, I feel like it's what's supposed to happen. He was like, well, I'm so happy for you that you feel (laughs) that way. But I kind of watch teenagers in transition, I feel like, for a living. You know what I mean? Like, I... I kind of am constantly seeing kids go get their licenses, come back with their. Li- so it's weird that it's my kid, but it's, you know, it's still, I'm a little, probably a little bit more used to that. I'm always watching kids kind of hit new levels of independence. So yeah, that's true. It's, well, and it's like a friend of mine said on Facebook yesterday, I thought this is so true. Is she's like, once you get over the gut wrenching part of all of it, it's such a nice, you have so much freedom, you know, because this morning <laughs> I thought there is something, I mean, I hate watching her drive off, but by the same token, I can sit here and have my coffee and I haven't just spent 45 minutes driving her to soccer and home, you know? Yeah. Well, I, I, this, I guess it was last night. I was like, well, I don't, what do I do? Like, normally I don't, I don't have to take him. I don't have to pick him up. I don't have to arrange his transportation. Yeah. I, I got so much. I was like, well, I, I'll work on some podcast stuff. Yeah. And I got a ton of stuff done. I know. Imagine so, how productive we're going to be now. I don't even know. Now, last week I was at the beach, as you yes. know. Yes. We were at our favorite beach spot, which is in Purdue, okay. And I was really, I was, I was proud of two things. One was my level of commitment to a pool. I was deeply committed to a pool in a way that I don't know that I've been in a long time, but I just, it was just the, the timing of the trip was perfect. Uh, And, and the weather was gorgeous. And so I stayed, I stayed in the pool for the better part of about six days. Now, that is commitment. Yeah, it was. It was it was delightful, but I, I wanted to read, and so in a, I think probably maybe I was overconfident, but I just had my Kindle, and so I was like, I'm just going to take this Kindle in the pool and read. I'll be careful yeah. with it, and I did. And it was a really it's a great deterrent too from a lot of like being in the middle of a lot of little kids because they were that mm-hmm. nobody wanted to to splash on the on the Kindle. I mean, not that I don't like little kids, but, you know, sometimes <laughs> you don't necessarily want to be at the center of a Marco Polo situation. No, no. But all that to say, and I've mentioned this to you, while I was there, I finally read um, Where the Crawdads Sing, which I feel like everybody in the free world has been reading that book for the last six months or so. I agree. And I... I I, you know, I have a personality, as we have discussed before. I don't like to jump on a bandwagon. Yes. And just, I will, again, point out my two biggest examples of this. I have never seen the movie Titanic. Yes, I was about I to have, say. I knew that. I have never I have never seen the movie The Blind Side. Yes. Um, <laughs> You're right. You're a rebel. You're a renegade. 
I'm not jumping. I'm not jumping on your bandwagon. And so, I, so I, my like the Nightingale. I wouldn't read the Nightingale because everybody was reading the Nightingale and the Nightingale. Um, even though I know it's supposed to be a wonderful book. So, but this one, I was kind. I was just so curious about it because people's reactions to it were so strong. Yeah, I am here to tell you what. I kept saying I would look over at David from time to time, and I would go, "I have no idea why I love this book so much." Yeah. Like. It is nothing. It is nothing I would read. Let me assure you that nobody in there is the beneficiary of air conditioning. Nobody in that book. There is there is not. That's implied by the having crawdad in the title. I feel like that <laughs> you know, there's no air conditioning. It is borderline survivalist. I mean, it is it is nothing like I would normally read. It is such a good book. Like, I'm still thinking about it. I am still thinking about so many things about that book. It is fantastic. And so I am, I am, I would not say I'm come, like, I'm not obsessed with you reading it, but I really, really, really want you to read it. Well, you'll be glad to know. So I went to Target because, you know, we're leaving on vacation tomorrow. And so I went to Target today to get a couple of last minute things and I bought it. And that's I decided that's what I'm going to read based on your recommendation. And somebody else mentioned it, too, the other day. And I was like, OK, I've got to read it. I'm the Now I'm the last person in America who hasn't read it. So I, so, um, so I, I just I kept thinking like the whole time I was reading, if I like this so much, Melanie will not sleep until she finishes it like if I liked it as much as I did, I think it's way more a you kind of story. Like, I think it's, I mean, like, I, I, it would not surprise me at all for you to like it, but you're going to read it and think, I cannot believe Sophie liked this book. Yeah. I cannot believe Sophie made it 50 pages into this book. And the whole, really, the whole time I'm reading, I'm going, I don't, I don't know why I like this so much. And I still don't know if I could tell you, which is usually something I'm good at doing, but I, I just loved it. And I would, I would wake up and all I wanted to do was get back to the pool so I could pull it up on my Kindle and read some more. Like, I, okay. I, just, I just, so we're going to talk about it after you read it. Okay. I can't wait. Well, that was part of why I thought I'll go ahead and get it because I know I'll have time to read and I just wanted to read something that I knew for sure would be good. So I'm bringing that. I'm bringing two books. I'm being optimistic, but I'm bringing two books, like real books, okay. not on a Kindle um, on vacation. Okay. What else are you, are you taking? Um, well, I haven't decided. So where the crawdads thing is hardback. So I think my other one, maybe it's called tiny little thing and it's a Beatrice Williams book. And, you know, I love her books. Oh, you love her books. Yes. Yeah. And I haven't read this one. And, uh, I, I actually bought it from a neighborhood trading site and a girl who I, we usually like all the same books based on what she posts. She had said it was one of her favorites of Beatrice Williams books. So I feel like I'll probably bring that one as my secondary book. Okay. I read, well, I finished what I finished something when I got down there. I can't remember what I finished, but it, I liked it too. I'll have to look on my Kindle to remember what I finished. And then I read um, Where the Crawdads Sing, and then I started Little Fires Everywhere, which I am reading right now. Okay. And, um, and, and, and I'm kind of getting a kick out of it. Like, I'm, okay. What was the thing I read before I got down there? Now I can't I don't remember know. what it was. I remember you telling me. We talked about it, but I can't remember now what you said. Now, Little Fires Everywhere, is that's my other book that I have sitting here that I was going to read. But I, it's it's hardback too. And so I feel like it's a big commitment to take two hardback books. So I think I'm just going to do one and then bring a paperback for the other. Oh, I read City of Girls, the Elizabeth Gilbert yes. book. That's right. That's right. 
which I also think you would like. Okay. All right. Well, I'll put it on my list. Because it takes place. It's like it's like I've got a World War II element to it. Again, what am I? Hey, where am I? What am I reading? It's like you've read my, you're reading my books instead of I'm, your books. I know. I know the part of the, of, um, of, why can't I talk? The part of City of Girls that I really enjoyed, the first maybe two thirds of the book at the location where they are, there was something about the, the language and the interaction between the characters that I just found utterly charming. Okay. So anyway. Okay. All that, right. So I've been I've been a little productive on the reading front. You have. I'm, I'm happy to say. I'm happy to say. And the, here's the second thing about our beach trip. I was going to mention besides my really committed efforts to sit in the pool and read. Yes. Um, is one night while we were there, we were in Perdido Key, and we had some friends who were in Destin, and so we drove and met for dinner. And it was, it was a much farther drive for them than it was for us, to be uh-huh. honest. But it was just, it was, it, Pensacola was a good place to meet. And so we went to this place called um, Casino Bar and Grill in Pensacola. And it was, the the restaurant was great and all that kind of stuff. But what, what I wanted to tell you is we sat on the back and they have this patio that backs up to the beach. And it's a really like deep stretch of beach at uh-huh. Pensacola Beach. And the sand, of course, is so white and the water was just beautiful the whole time that we were there. No seaweed or anything. It was just green, green, green. And then we kind of get darker blue. Um, but that like pretty emerald green, just you could see straight to the bottom. Anyway, there was a point at kind of at the end of dinner after the sun went down, they took all the umbrellas off the tables. Uh-huh. And I promise you, I felt like if, if, if the entire cast of 90210 walked up it, like <laughs> off the beach, in this moment, I would not be surprised. Like, I just, I don't know what it was. I don't know why it threw me back there. It was like one of those beaches that has like actual places for the lifeguards to yeah. sit. And it felt like a throwback. And I was like, at some point, Donna's going to come up. That's I don't right. know. Brandon, the whole crew is going to, is going to walk up because I don't, I don't know. It was, it, it was the weirdest sensation. But it felt very, very 90s California to me. It was fantastic. Okay. I love that. Now, the reboot, the 90210 reboot starts Wednesday, doesn't it? Doesn't it start pretty soon? It does. I think it starts this week. And I read something yesterday, I think, where Tori Spelling said that, like, her character has financial problems, kind of like apparently Tori Spelling has had in real life. Oh, Okay. But I, can, I don't understand the setup. Like, I don't know if it's just like all the 90210 kids are back. They're grown ups and whatever. I don't I don't know. But I'm curious. I'm really am curious about it. I think I might like to see it. Oh, I'll, I'll watch it for sure. But I just I'm, mm-hmm. I'm same. I like because I, I know the original cast is back. But I'm like, is this just all as grown ups? And I mean, and obviously you don't have Dylan. And so I just I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it. But I mean, that doesn't mean I won't watch it. Yeah, I mean, I feel like certainly it's worth a it's worth a shot. It's worth a, at least a one a, a one time viewing, exactly. if nothing else. Oh, absolutely! Just for the nostalgia factor alone. Um, is there anything else you've watched? Anything? Um, well, Caroline and I finished watching. We've watched all three seasons of Veronica Mars, um, the original. So you know, we were catching up yes. on that, and then we watched the Veronica Mars movie. 
And so we're well done. I know. And so we've watched that. And then we're going to start the new Veronica Mars on Hulu. There's a season, um, which, by the way, since then, I have noticed. Okay, so you can watch if you're wanting to watch Veronica Mars and you've never seen it. It is on Hulu now. All three seasons. Yes. Yeah. And then um, the movies on Netflix and then um, and then now the new season is also on Hulu. But then while I was on Hulu, so the other night she was going somewhere. And so I don't know, we were like, we're not going to watch Veronica Mars. So I watched the first episode and I loved it. And I haven't had to be able to watch the other one is uh, Four Weddings and a Funeral, Mindy Kaling's new series. Yes, that popped up when I was, I, you know, I was going to watch The Handmaid's Tale this past yeah. week. And so I was, for a split second, I was hoping you were going to say you watched an episode of The Handmaid's Tale. But I didn't. You didn't. No, I didn't. I can't, I can't go there. But I loved Four Weddings and a Funeral, the one I saw. I thought it was really cute. I love the characters. I thought everybody was very likable. The dialogue was great, which I would expect from a Mindy Kaling show. Uh, mm-hmm. And so it's for sure. I'm excited to watch more of that. I just haven't had time. So um, okay. It was a good one. And then the other thing I watched, which kind of segs, segues us into college football a little bit, is that Texags, which is the AM sports website that I love, with mm-hmm, stuff, mm-hmm. they did an original production. They've done a couple of original movies, but they did one called Gilly, which was about our 12th man, Cullen Gillespie, who graduated last year and just got drafted by the uh. Texans. And it's just like 25 minutes, but it's so good. Oh my gosh, I loved it. Like it's, it's, I mean, I think you would love it if you're a college football fan, no matter what, but just the whole thing of like the 12th man and that tradition, and then just what a great representation he was and just how, um, it was, he just has such an incredible story because he was a kid that wasn't even being recruited by a D1 school coming out of high school and thought for sure his football career was over because he didn't want to go to a small school and play football. Um, and then just to see like how hard he worked and then to not only be the most successful 12th man and end up on scholarship, but then ultimately to get drafted by the Houston Texans, which is his hometown. Um, it was pretty phenomenal. Oh, I would I would love that. I love any sort of in-depth profile of a college athlete. Pretty much I mean, across the board, any sport, I, I, I would love that. You would love it. And he's a, um, he's such a likable guy. And like, just to hear his parents and like his mom and just how many times he wanted to quit. I mean, just the whole thing. I just, I found it super inspiring. It got me ready for football season, which not that it takes much to get me ready for football season, but it made me even more excited. I feel like football season is going to sneak up on me this year. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I think because I stayed in baseball for so long, you know, mm-hmm. and I just like, I have not really wrapped my head around the fact that it's, it's really soon. You know yeah. what I mean? I haven't done my normal sort of like, I haven't, you know, gone back and watched clips of years before yet. I'm behind on my, on my prep for the season, I guess I should say. Well, you got to get to it. Now, you know, the addition on Twitter that everybody needs to be following if you're a college football fan and an SEC for, is that SEC officiating has their own Twitter account now. 100% you need to follow that. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you what else I'll be following will be the replies. <laughs> <laughs> If you think that I am so refined a person that I would not go look for replies to that after a controversial call. Oh, it's going to be a gold mine. I can't wait. And here's what you're going to see. At Big Mama just said, no, that's not targeting. That's a bad call. <laughs> this reminds me of when DeChaser Everett wrongly got thrown out <laughs> of this game. 
So SEC officiating, you know, somebody even said, somebody tagged, put me on Twitter because they said that I guess at the SEC media days, they showed like examples of like, here are clear cut cases of targeting, like to try to like show people what it was. And Donovan Wilson, who's one of our defensive players who got kicked out of, I think, four games last season for targeting. Somebody said, interesting right. that none of those clips involved Donovan Wilson since who he was such a, right, he was such right. a big targeter, yet yet you aren't going to pull one of his clips because that's how non-clear that was. But, you know, Steve Shaw, who's the coordinator of officials for the SEC, he was so kind to us one day when we were, when we got to visit the SEC headquarters. Yeah. Um, it's such a, such a good natured guy. And and probably the best person in the country to be able to roll with the amount of criticism <laughs> that officials get, you know, I mean, he, he seems to have the ability to just keep on keeping yeah. on in the middle of all that. But um, I don't know. I so I thought not too long ago, I thought I would love if Steve Shaw would reply, that would probably be even some better entertainment than what's going what's going to be coming oh, from the fans. It's going to be something. It's anyway. going to be the first controversial call of the season. I can't wait because you know there are going to be some. So um, I'm delighted by that. Well, and I really like. I hope it's from a certain schools. Like like Alabama or Auburn fans both will blow it up. Tennessee fans uh-huh. would blow it uh-huh. up. You know what I mean? Like I, so LSU fans. <laughs> oh. Listen, there's an evening for you. Like there, that's that's all I need in life, really. Is it, makes, it makes me think I'm going to have to go into my Twitter account and change it to where I do allow sensitive content. You know, like I have like my... Because <laughs> at the end of the day, state fans and Aggie fans might might say pointed things, but they're going to mostly try yeah. to be funny. Yeah. Don't you yeah, think? I, like they won't yeah. laugh. But I'm going to tell you what Alabama fans and LSU fans don't want us to laugh. They want, they want justice. Listen, y'all don't even know what we just went through. Y'all don't, oh. y'all don't even know. Y'all don't even know. The panic. I mean, like, what on earth? <laughs> so, occasionally, the program that we use to record, I would need to turn my fan off. I was so, I was so. You turn it on because you were sweating. I, know, I was. I felt the same. Because it looked like for a minute we had lost all of Melanie's audio. And I, <sighs> I don't, what? I don't okay. know. When I heard it say attempting to reconnect or whatever, I was like, I don't know. All I can think is some LSU fan may have sabotaged just because we were talking about how they were going to be on SEC officiating. I don't know. <laughs> God, like, okay. oh, goodness All gracious. that to say, we are planning to do in September, we're going to do a, um, a little college football preview episode on our Patreon is as our bonus, one of our bonus episodes in September. So that's right. And we will have a lot of thoughts. We will have a lot of thoughts. So we'll do a a little bit of a more in-depth discussion there. And by that point, I will have watched all the videos. I will be Mm -hmm. fully, fully committed and ready for college football season. I trust, I trust in that. I trust in that. Hey y'all, it's me all by myself in the middle of the podcast because I want to tell you about Simple Contacts. 
Listen, there are a million things demanding your time. Contact lenses should not be one of them, and Simple Contacts lets you renew your prescription and reorder your contacts from anywhere in minutes. So if you're on your couch, you can reorder your contacts. If you're in an airport, you can reorder your contacts. If you're at your office, guess what? You can reorder your contacts. The doctor's office is now wherever you are. It's so simple, y'all. The Simple Contacts Vision Test is self-guided. It takes less than five minutes. It takes so much less time than if you have to make an appointment and get to the eye doctor, take time off, sit in the waiting room. This test is designed by ophthalmologists and a licensed doctor reviews every test. So you can skip the office visit, but not the care. The reviews for Simple Contacts speak for themselves. Simple Contacts has been rated five stars over 5,000 times on the App Store, and you can text with the support team and always get to speak with a person if you need some help. Simple Contacts has all the brands and types of lenses you're familiar with, so you don't have to shop around, and the vision test is only $20. Plus, the contact lens prices are unbeatable. Standard shipping is free, and best of all, we have a special promotion for our listeners of the Big Boocast. Y'all, I did not understand how this could work, but sure enough, I stood right here in my office. I took a vision test. Somebody looked over that vision test. They confirmed my prescription and my contacts were on the way. Really is a time saver. So for $20 off your first Simple Contacts order, so all you have to do, you go to simplecontacts.com slash bigboo20 or use the promo code bigboo20 at checkout. That's simplecontacts.com slash bigboo2020 or enter the promo code bigboo20 at checkout for $20 off your first Simple Contacts order. Now, this is not a replacement for your periodic full eye health exam. Simple Contacts will only test that your current prescription helps you to see 2020. They don't write new prescriptions. They don't examine eye health. But this is a great way to make sure that your prescription is accurate and to renew your contact lens orders. I'm a fan. Here's the second thing I want to tell you about, and it's something that Melanie and I love so much, and that is our FabFitFun subscriptions. The 2019 FabFitFun Fall Box is now on pre-sale, and y'all, I cannot even explain to you what a treat and a joy it is to get a FabFitFun box at your front door four times a year. There are health and beauty products, there are household products, there are great accessories, sometimes there's even jewelry. It's full-size premium beauty, lifestyle, fitness, home, and tech products. They deliver the seasonal must-haves that we all need. So the fall box is a perfect way to treat yourself or others and get ready for what is surely the most wonderful time of year with a carefully curated box of products. I'm telling y'all, it's like Christmas four times a year. The products in the FabFitFun box always have a value of over $200. It retails for $49.99, but you can get $10 off your first box at fabfitfun.com slash bigboo. That's fabfitfun.com slash bigboo for $10 off your first FabFitFun subscription box. Y'all are gonna love it. Okay, here we go. Back to episode 148. 
Um, now, in other viewing things that we have not talked about, um, did you ever finish watching? I had texted you. Did you ever finish watching The Real Housewives of New York, The Reunion? Yes, I did. Did oh. you see, can we talk about Ramona claiming that it was like maybe dementia is the reason that she didn't know she had lied multiple times? Right. That her body's good, but her mind maybe not so much. Uh-huh. And I'm like, I think, number one, our priorities are out of whack, Ramona. And number two, I thought, I'm so tickled that she looks the way she looks and has attention to, like, pays attention to everything. And she's like, it's just my mind. And it was like, are you trying to say that you have dementia and that's why you didn't know? I mean, like, it's the craziest thing ever. And it's like what she's forgotten is that she was filmed. Yes. They filmed her because you're on a reality television show. So... Cameras follow you and catch you saying things like a deliberately misstated table number so you can ditch your friend Dorinda and go (laughs) sit with with people that you feel like maybe can advance your social standing a little bit more. It's, It's interesting how that works. I'm always fascinated when people who are followed around by cameras feign just like complete shock and ignorance that that when they're caught in a lie. Like, yeah, I, I, mm-hmm. the whole thing that that she got caught in that. And then the other was that I'm like, and then when somebody says, so do you want to invite Sonia to your birthday? And you say, no, I don't. You can't really go back on that. Like she can hear you like. Right. You, you, they're going to play that back. So mm-hmm. when they I thought I would invite Sonia. No, 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 don't. Yes. But it's because she has dementia. <laughs> she has dementia. She forgot she was friends with Sonia. That, and then when she said whatever drink that she got, that it was a drink she gets from the, the Millenniums. When she yeah. Got- <laughs> yeah. But she like, it's vodka and, oh, I can't remember, but she gets it from the Millenniums. Mm-hmm. It's a drink the Millenniums made. That was, yes. Mm-hmm. And she- I loved how Bethany just nodded and smiled <laughs> when she said it. She just, she yes. just. That's what you, that's why you bring Ramona to the festivities. And I don't know, maybe again, what it reveals about my character that I follow Ramona on Instagram, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. but she has really, she has really enjoyed dancing this summer. She enjoys dancing by herself for the camera. And I don't need much else in life is what I will tell you. I don't, there's not much more I require in the way of entertainment than for Ramona to decide she's going to do a little shimmy on her Instagram account. It is, it is everything. In her swimsuit. In her swimsuit. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. She, and all I can think is like, Caroline doesn't want me like posting a selfie of myself. So I can't even imagine If I chose, which I mean, if anybody ever sees a picture of me or a video of me on my Instagram in a swimsuit dancing, just know I've been kidnapped. Somebody hides my phone. That's your plea for help. That is your, that's your cry. That's how you know. Uh 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 I've been taken. Come get me. I've been taken. Come rescue me. It's not good. Oh, there was something else she said that I don't know, she just, she surprises me still with the, the way that she reacts to people and the things that she says to people and the way that she seems completely surprised when it plays out in a negative way. 
Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. So interesting. And I loved that they did the flashback over the years that since 2008, it was her saying, well, I didn't mean to say that. I'm sorry I said it that way. I didn't, you know, it's a constant like, well, I just, I didn't know. I mean, like she cannot help herself, but I mean, but kudos to her because she mm-hmm. keeps, she keeps trying. She keeps putting herself back out there. So she hadn't let it scare her away. And, and people frequently will ask us why we say kudos because Ramona said kudos instead of saying kudos one time she said kudos yeah. to her and it's perfect it's she always gets her words wrong which nothing makes me happier and so no. um anyway that's why from now on i'll be talking about the millenniums that's so, right that's- <laughs> That's right. And I think my other highlight really of the whole season. Oh, I don't think we've even talked about this. My uh-uh. my favorite moment from the whole season of Real Housewives of New York this year was when Luann didn't want to go with the girls to see the art or whatever they were doing. She said she just wanted to swim or she didn't want to go back to the house. She yeah. just wanted to she wanted to swim. She was in Florida. She wanted to swim. And listen, she went and sat in a beach chair for about four minutes before she got up and walked over to the theater where her cabaret show was going to be. And the look on her face when she saw her own poster, it was like the opening credits of a 70s sitcom. It was it was Mary Tyler Moore flipping that that hat up in the air. It was Rhoda like flinging the hair over her shoulder and looking back into her apartment. I have never seen anybody more delighted with their own self than she was in that moment. And that she got somebody to take her picture in front of it. Oh, I could watch it 900 times. I could watch it for the rest of my life. I could watch, I could watch Luann walk up to that theater. It was like, it was the modern day narcissist legend is what it was. It was fantastic. She was was so enamored with herself that she would have fallen into a a river of water had she had the opportunity. She absolutely would. She'd have fallen fallen into that thing because she was so Mm -hmm. fascinated by her own reflection. It was one of the best things to ever happen to me. And here's what I think. Now, listen, I've never been in a cabaret show and nor probably will I at this juncture in my life. I feel like that the time for cabaret has probably passed me by. But I will say that I've had the experience of walking into a local Barnes and Noble and they've had a picture of me because I was going to have a book signing there. And Mm -hmm. I'm going to tell you that my reaction is turn around and walk right back out. Like I I want to hide. I want to wear Mm-hmm. I want to wear a hat and sunglasses, but nowhere in me have I ever been like, oh, well, look at me. Somebody come get my picture next to this picture of myself. Let me stand in front of my picture while you take a picture. <laughs> <laughs> and listen, I do have sympathy for Luann. I feel like what we see in her over and over again, and this is going to go probably a little deeper than anybody should ever go with the Real Housewives. But I think what we've seen over and over and over again is she wants to be known for something. Like, you know what I mean? Yes, for sure. She does not understand. Again, I'm going in too deep. She does not seem to understand her own significance by virtue of the fact that she's here. You know what I mean? So she, she seems to look to external things to define her. But if I have ever been grateful for the way that an editor 
put something together in a television yes. show. It was that right there. It was her yeah. sitting on the, in that beach chair. And then so casual, like yeah. the, so casually getting up like, Hmm, I think I'll walk around a bit. She's like Caroline and Alex with their keys slinging them yes. around. Like, That's like, exactly right. Watch me be effortless. Here we go. Yes. Uh, I'm so so breezy. I'm so breezy. Uh I'm going to go walk around and see what I can find. I'll just tie this sarong around my waist. (laughs) (laughs) Like like just sort of jaunt over to the local theater. (laughs) Yeah. There were two Uh. like, that moment was edited great. The other favorite moment from this season was when she was, when they were in Miami and she was sitting out by the pool and she started to tell Ramona, she was talking to Ramona about the other girls. And she said, I think the problem is they're all just so jealous of my success. And Ramona was like, no, I don't think that's it. And the way she said it. Ramona just shook her head. It was really kind of the most earnest we've ever seen her be. She was like, no, I don't think that's it. I don't. I don't mm, No. Yeah. It was like, no, that's, that's not, not really the problem. No, no that mm-hmm. per se, that's not necessarily, <laughs> but the way she did that, it was such a deadpan, which Ramona isn't, that's not her personality to do Mm-mm. that, but it was just, Mm-mm. so you knew it was so sincere when she was yeah. like, no. She uh-uh. really meant it. That's mm-hmm. <laughs> nah, not, mm. No, not really the problem. Not really. The I'm going to tell you between the, the Beverly, the, the Beverly Hills season with that, that dog that we heard about forever, oh, but oh. at least we got the, we got the goodbye Kyle moment, which yes. I have a friend who actually ate lunch at Villa Blanca yesterday. She's oh. in LA with her family and Ken pulled up in front of the restaurant in his new well, I don't know if it's his, I mean, he pulled up in front of the restaurant in a Rolls Royce. Okay. I don't know who's, okay. whose it is. And so my friend snapped a picture. And when she sent it to me, I said, did you scream goodbye, Ken? Like, <laughs> she, she said she didn't. But, oh, but if only, if only she had. If only. Uh, so between all that with, with. That 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 season was crazy, and then this New York season was almost it almost felt like satire, like it all it yeah. was so over the top. It almost felt like it was scripted to be over the top. I just we've got Orange County coming up. I I just would have a hard time asking for any more from my yeah from my Bravo. It, it's hard to think it could get better. It's hard to it think really it could get better because it really was. I felt like New York and and uh, Beverly Hills were at the top of their game. And you know, I love me. I know you don't, I don't think you watch it, but I love me some Potomac. I love me some Potomac and, um, and it's been great this season too. So. Okay. Okay. Well, well done. Bravo. Well, okay. And so then that brings us to Southern charm, which I'm not caught up on right now. Okay. I am. Okay. I haven't seen it since I left off at the ski trip. Right. Well, so I've just watched, I've watched the second episode about the ski trip. I think I watched that like, Saturday night or something after we got home. Um, I don't know. I think you need to see it because there's some questions I think that we need to, we need to work our way through about it. Okay. Particularly in regard to Shep. And is he, is he really being a friend or is he just stirring the pot and being a jerk? Uh Um, Uh I don't know. There were some things there that I didn't, I don't, there were some interesting conversations. I'll say that. Okay. Maybe I have seen that one. Is that the one? Did Catherine come down in her red and white ski outfit? 
No, that was the one before this one. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, then that's where I am. That's where I am. So I am behind. There's, there are two in, in Colorado and the most recent one, there's an argument between Chip and Madison. 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 And there is another moment when, when Austin and Madison are in an argument and he's going, Madison, Madison. (laughs) (laughs) So there's an argument between Shep and Madison and Craig's in the room and Craig does not really get in it, but it's, but it's enjoyable to watch Craig's reactions. So. Okay. Okay. Perfect. All right. Well, I'm going to have to try to get to that then. Mm -hmm. Listen, we we have filled our summer with substance. We really have. We have really challenged ourselves on on several levels. I will say, I know you don't watch The Handmaid's Tale, but no. after the, it's been really slow, I think, season three. Anybody who watches Handmaid's Tale, I think, would attest that this has been a slower season. And so I've kind of felt like, where is this going? This feels like this feels confusing almost. Mm-hmm. But a lot of things came together in this last episode. And I had two friends who texted me the day the episode came out and we're like, have you watched it yet? So I made a point to sit down and watch it the next day. And I don't know if I have ever like pumped my fist in the air before watching a television show, but I did this past episode. So I think it was episode 10 of this season. I, I got so fired up about what was going on that I feared I was going to wake up everybody in our condominium. Okay. All right. Okay. Well, maybe one of these days, maybe one of these days I'll be able to watch. Maybe, I don't know when that day is going to be, but, um, but right now I've got to finish four weddings and a funeral. That's my priority. Okay. Well, I'm going to start that. I feel like, I feel like that sounds like a good show. It's very cute. Yeah. To start the school year with. Yeah. It's very cute. I think there's just four episodes up right now, but then they're going to start putting up a new one. I don't know. But anyway, there's, there's four for sure. So, um, that's it. And then, oh, and then Caroline, what was she watching? She started watching, there's the new movie on Netflix called Otherhood, which she said is not, she's like, I don't really relate to it, but she thought it was really funny. Okay. I I thought the other night, I thought about watching it. And then for some reason I didn't, I ended up, that's when I think I got started on my Comedians in Cars marathon oh, instead. Oh, it's so good. Oh my gosh. It. I've got, I know I've got to finish that too. So, I mean, I've got some goals. I mean, the summer's not over for me yet. So I, no. I can power through. Um, cause I have till I guess August 19th, I guess is our first day back to school. Okay. Something well, like you that. just continue to stretch and hydrate and mm-hmm. exactly. work your way through it all. Yeah. Um, speaking of school, I decided last night, I, I had my first day of meetings today at school okay. and kind of getting back in it a little bit. And I decided last night there were two tasks at hand that I had to handle. One was I needed to get Alex some clothes um, cause he's growing this summer and I don't know how I didn't feel good about his pants situation. Yes. Um, also ordered him some new tennis shoes because he will wear the same pair of tennis shoes every day until they are just trashed. Uh-huh. And so uh-huh. I did that and I was like, I want to get a school supplies. So I was like, uh-huh. Oh, I'm going to get one of those target boxes, you know, that we talked about. Oh, yeah. yeah. But, but I couldn't figure out how to do it. Now it's like, you have to have, you can use your shipped with target 
But I got so confused trying to set it up. I ended up just doing a Walmart pickup order for some of his school supplies and then order the rest on Amazon. So I'm sorry, Target. I love your school supplies. I just couldn't figure out, couldn't figure out the new delivery deal. So. Oh, interesting. Okay. Well, I haven't really, I went in Target today because I was getting some last minute stuff for vacation and I saw there was a lot of hubbub all in the school supply aisle. And I was just like, I can't really think about it. And I think that what I have learned, you know, high school is different because I feel like we get a rough list, but it's kind of like last year, I was like, you know what, it really just benefits to wait until after the first day. And then we'll go get what we need to go get because, um, you know, every teacher, I mean, they all want different kinds of notebooks and different stuff. And I'm like, I don't know, it just, I'd rather just wait and then go do it then. Yes. We got a very detailed list from each teacher um, okay. a, a couple of weeks ago, which was super helpful. Yeah. And said like, yeah, like, like what color pens, highlighters, do you need index cards? What kind of binder, you know, can you share a binder? All that was in there. And so it was super Helpful just because I just ordered it all. Because guess what? He does not care one thing about is going to shop for school supplies. That is no. not his, his favorite activity. So I was glad to check that off the list. Yeah. And, well, and I thought, this, is, this is a weird year for us because I was like, Caroline can go off campus for lunch. So I was like, we won't be packing a lunch. So, how long do they get for lunch? Not, not long enough to go off campus. I'll tell you that they get about 45 minutes, but they don't let that stop them from screeching out of that parking lot and getting somewhere. Well, and they've also updated. So they, our high school has been under construction. So this year they've got all new food services. And so they're going to have more like a food court situation. So if you stay on campus, there's actually going to be good options. We've never really had at the high school, like a real cafeteria situation, um, that actually was big enough to just cause the school's so old. And so now there's actually going to have like where you can get like a real salad and like paninis and like good stuff. So, um, that's delightful. Yeah. So that'll be good. So I, I think she'll end up staying on campus more than she'll actually go off because, and then they, we don't eat in a cafeteria. Like you can just go eat. There's like an outdoor deal and you can go kind of eat wherever. So this um, feels like Veronica Mars to me. It is. It's a little Veronica Mars-ish. So you can, yeah, you can go eat and sit by Logan Eccles and eat your lunch. (laughs) Whatever. So, um, yeah, so that's that. And then, um, yeah, so just, yeah, we'll be getting ready for back to school here before we know it. But we got a little, a little trip first and then back to the real world. Alrighty. Well, I guess we have about wrapped it up for this particular episode. But as always, we thank y'all for listening. Yeah. Thanks for listening, everybody. And we will talk to y'all later. Okay. Bye. Bye, everybody. Now, okay. The next question is, and I was actually going to ask you about this, Sophie from Whitney, please give us an Instapot update. I bought one during Prime Days and I'm still on the fence with it. I think the word update is going to be a generous term <laughs> for, for what I'm about to tell you, Whitney. Um, Whitney, I have not, <laughs> I have not so much, you know, there's a passage in the, in the Methodist church where it says that we are not worthy so much as to gather up the crumbs from under that table of Lord when you take communion. Um, uh-huh. I have not so much as pulled the instant pot from under the cabinet, oh Lord, um, <laughs> since I made the carnitas. I have not used it one time. I have not made any recipes. I'm, I'm hoping that as we get back into school and 
and I, my, my time is a little bit more crunched that I will depend on it more. But I, I, like I've had all the time in the world this summer kind of to fix supper and all that kind of stuff. Or a lot of times we just make do, you know, and fix. And so I, I just, it hasn't been really an instant pot season. I'm going to spiritualize it. It's not been a season of the instant pot, but I am, the Lord is always doing a new thing. Isn't he? That's exactly right. So I'm on, I'm on believe that, um, that he is, he is really going to open up that, that avenue um, of instant pot um, knowledge and discipleship this, this fall. So. Because you know what they say. To whom to whom much instapot is given, much is required. <laughs> That's right. Not to yeah, not with any judgment. But you've also been out of town though. Y'all been y'all were gone. Yeah. So you really haven't been in cooking mode. And I Mm-mm. yeah, I, I think I feel like the fall is gonna be a good season for you and your instant pot. I feel like that's going to give us all a better insight into whether or not we too may want to own an Instapot. I will say though, that I was I read in Walmart yesterday to get something and they, they are still on sale for $59. So if you are wanting to yeah. try it, not that I've really done much with it, but they're just $59. If you think that that's something you might want to do. And I do think like, I'm going to love being able to throw something together really fast um, when I'm back in the full swing of work, cause it does get pretty hectic and I've got book edits and all that kind of coming up. So, um, here's to hoping, here's to hoping. Yeah. You know, what has intrigued me in the way of nobody asked this, but this is just a, what's intrigued me in the way is an air fryer. Oh, I'm also intrigued. Yes. I just, where do you put all these things? Where do people put all these appliances? In, I don't know. They just take up so much room. Well, and let me tell you, I just faced this yesterday because Caroline, so I was asking her, so she just had her birthday. And so, you know, the weeks leading up to her birthday, everybody's like, what do we get Caroline for her birthday? What does she want? So I just said, hey, what do you want? She was like, I don't know. You know, it's all the usual gift cards, blah, blah, whatever. And so then she said, one morning, she said, you know what I really want? She said, I want a toaster. She said, we don't have a toaster. Why do we not have a toaster? Because we just, I just do our bread in the oven Mm -hmm. and we used to have like a toaster oven and it broke and we got rid of it and I've never replaced it. Cause I was like, that's eh, fine. And she was like, what I really want is a toaster. So I'm going to tell you that Gully got her a pop-up toaster for her birthday. Oh, that's genius. She opened it up yesterday and she was like, this is the greatest thing. All my, this is true story. All my life. All I've wanted is a toaster. <laughs> all, it's all her life. All she's wanted. Why would a mother, why would a mother <laughs> deprive her daughter of a, of a toaster and so Gully got her this toaster and it's got the pop-up where it's the two pieces of bread and whatever. So she got up, she made her toast this morning, but I will tell you when I took it out of the box, my big thing was, is where on my countertop am I going to put this toaster? Mm-hmm. Like it's, we're, we're out of room. And there was one spot where I thought I was going to do it, but I was like, we don't have an outlet over there. Right. And I so know. it's a whole thing. It's a whole thing. And I've already got Perry's because he makes milkshakes a lot of times at night. So the blender has to stay below the cabinet and you have to lift it up. My KitchenAid stays below and then you have to bring it up. But like, because I'm like, we've got our ice machine, which that's not going anywhere. No. We have our Keurig, which that's not going anywhere. No. So we had to put the toaster next to the Keurig um, for the toaster. But apparently we're only going to have the toaster for two years because she did tell me this morning. She looked at me and she said, I'll tell you something else. I'm taking it to college with me. Okay. like, Okay, you go, you take your toaster and pack your bags and get out of here then. Go ahead. I so. will say, when we were at the beach, there was a toaster in the condo. And 
I never, we never had a toaster growing up. Mama always toasted bread in the oven. We've never had a uh-huh. toaster in our house. I always toast bread in the oven, but yeah. we got some bagels when we were at the beach. And I mean, I was like, well, what is this wondrous creation? Yeah. You just press the button and the bread goes down and you wait and it pops back up and it's warm and it's crunchy. Put some peanut yeah. butter on it. Like you, you pick your setting. You don't have to yes. worry about, I mean, how many mornings have I burned bread because I get busy doing something else and I'm feeding the dogs and I'm like, dang, I've just burned the toast, it's you know, fa- but I'm listen, like, it's fantastic. That's a, that's a good call. Okay. Y'all that was from the new Q and a episode that will be available exclusively to our Patreon subscribers. It'll be out in about a week and a half. And if you have not yet joined us over at Patreon, you can do that by going to patreon.com slash big boo. You'll get two additional episodes a month. And listen, in this Q&A, we cover a lot of ground. It's a whole deal. We would love to see y'all there. So come join us. Selling a little, or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real life store stage, all the way to do we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap, or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify's the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash audioboom, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash audioboom now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash audioboom. You've worked hard for what you have. Your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com aware. Terms apply.